Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am back from my trip. I'm feeling good. It felt like even last Sunday when we recorded the review show, it felt like I had been gone longer than I <laughs> yeah. actually had. Um, but here for the captain's log, we actually did take a week off. So it, it, it has been some time, but I'm back and I'm feeling good. You know? Good. That's all you can ask. Best way to feel. For. Indeed, indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to number 249 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name yeah. is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm the same. Go to a lot of movies, go to a lot of theater. Do not travel. I only travel in the mind. <laughs> a creature of habit, as, as they say, right? <laughs> Traveling to malls everywhere in my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I I have a soda to kick things off, uh, like I have. Whoa! Then the past handful of episodes here. Um, this is my second to last one, so I'll, I'll have one more next week, and then I'm out of like funky little sodas here. Um, until you just go to the soda store again right yes yeah um <laughs> that is the case yes uh so i've been getting these sodas from a place called pops 66 uh and it's a little diner slash gas station slash soda store that has all of these sodas from around the country this one is a mexicana Cola, Mexicana cola, mm. uh, because it's sweetened with Mexican agave. Um, oh, yeah. So no high fructose corn syrup. And I guess not regular sugar. There is sugar, but also Mexican agave. Which I don't think I've had a soda with agave. Yeah. I'll say so. that the label it's it's red it is like a yellow sun on it it's yes. got like bouncy party ready letters that does not look like a soda label you look at not it really. and you think it should be on like a jar of salsa or a packet of taco seasoning uh weird to see it on a beverage yeah and um, like I've, I've i've had like you've had the like mexican coke right which is just the old uh coke in the classic bottles made with like the actual hugger like i've i've had that stuff i i've even had like inca cola which is i think from south america but Mm. yeah i i haven't seen a soda or a cola with like its design its packaging meant to look like a some I guess some kind of like traditional Mexican designs on it uh, and and stuff like that. So interesting. Um, but I'm a big cola fan, so I thought this would be an interesting one to try out. Mexicana cola. Let's see. Go forth and enjoy. Good glug. Yep. Good glug. Indeed. I like that. I, I don't know if I could really taste a difference of like mm. what makes that different or like where the agave is. I guess I don't exactly know what agave tastes like by itself, but I know <sighs> it, it can be like a sweetener. So. Huh. It looks spiky. 
I like it though. Tastes good. I'm just me. making sure I know what an agave looks like if I was ever to see one in the wild. <laughs> right. No, that's poison ivy. No, it's agave. <laughs> <laughs> stuff um yeah so i i i took a a small trip this past week uh i might might as well uh start with that yeah i was only gone for like a total of three days um left on a tuesday morning got back late on a thursday night um Mm -hmm. or i guess super duper early on a friday morning if you really want to get technical um but yeah, it was I so I I moved away from Richmond, Virginia over a year and a half ago now ish. Um, and this was my first time being back. Got to go back to Richmond, Virginia. I got to stay with my old roommates, <laughs> which was fantastic. Um, Very there, nice. Yeah, there used to be three of us in that house um, and there was two of us on the top floor uh, the middle floor was like a common area, and then the basement, there was also one bedroom down there. Um, and I I was on the top floor, uh, but the so I moved out, and then later that year, like end of December, uh, is when the guy in the basement moved out. Mm. Um, and the remaining uh, roommate, like just before I moved out, they bought the house uh nice and so they renovated the basement quite a bit to make it an airbnb uh that they could rent out and stuff like that so i got to stay at the house that i moved out of but in a different part of the house (laughs) that was strange right yeah (laughs) um but man to see the work that they put into make that space just look fantastic is wild um nice not gonna lie when i was living there that basement is kind of unfinished i every once in a while Mm -hmm. would feel bad Mm -hmm. for my roommate who lived down there but he was so content with all of it he's like i like that i have my own door i don't have to bother you guys if i need to like go out late or, or, or early or who knows what um so he was just like, I'm I'm totally good down down here. He was happy. Um, but they have they they have like transformed that space, Aww. Uh, which is good. So I, I was happy to see all of them. I got to eat with them on Wednesday night. Um, we all got to together and had a, had some lasagna and some alcohol Ooh. and stuff like that. It was real good. It Man, that sounds so, nice. Yeah. Dogs uh, still there? All of the dogs are still there. In fact, they have added one. So there's now what, four who's the new dog? dogs. Uh, so, so, so my roommates had like three really big pit bulls. One was uh, didn't look like a pit bull. Was more of a mix of some uh, some uh, 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 other stuff. But two two of them absolutely looked like pit bulls. Um. And then they got a fourth one whose name is Desiree, who's kind of a puppy. Oh. Uh, oh. She was so she was like scared of me at first of like, who is this new person? Oh. What are you doing oh. here? Uh, and then I reached out to pet her and she was like, oh, wait, you'll pet me. OK, let me get you <laughs> all of my toys. I'm going to go get Dogs. them all one by 
one. And she was oh just like, look gosh. at this one. And look at this one. Oh. And look at this one. <laughs> That's the best yeah. when a kid or a dog shows you a bunch of stuff. Right. Show and tell. <laughs> exactly. And this one used to be a sheep, but I ripped it real good. And now you can't even tell, right? It's so awesome. <laughs> no longer distinguishable as its original form. Such exactly. is my power. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we 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 had a blast uh, with that. Thursday morning, I had a little bit of free time. I got to go to my old comic book store, uh, nice. which, which was a blast. They kind of recognized me, uh, which which was neat. <laughs> um, he he. So it, it wasn't the main guy who owns this shop, but it was the other employee. Uh, and he he saw me and I could tell like he recognized me. But the way like what he said was like wait you don't have a box with us anymore do you and i was like <laughs> yeah no i don't i moved away like a year and a half ago he was like that's right okay so so uh it was it, it was good to go and see all of the new shelves they had built it they, wow my, new shelves my my old comic book store is real small um it, like they they were like floor to ceiling comics and somehow they added in more shelves to make it seem like there's more in there and i don't know how oh my gosh um, but yeah it, it is just like you walk in and you are covered in books um, <laughs> there's a swarm yeah. of them yeah absolutely absolutely so i bought a few things uh and that was kind of my trip. I was there for work technically. So I, on Wednesday all day, I had to do a work thing, but that's boring and no one wants to hear about that stuff. So that was my trip. Fun. My trip back to Richmond. It was good. It was good. That's what I did. In our notes, you called it RVA, and it took me a while to untangle that that meant Richmond, Virginia. Is that yes. your airport code? Uh, I, ooh, I no, I, I don't think so. Cause it's Richmond international airport. So and I think they do RIC. Um, okay. Rick. Yeah. Rick. Um, but I don't know. So, but yeah, that is like the lingo. That is the vernacular, the, uh, <laughs> the, the inside scoop of just what we call <laughs> Richmond. Heard it here first folks, <laughs> except not because I... you can get stickers and all of that stuff with it on. <laughs> it's it's nice to know about being from St. Louis, a city with a very clear abbreviation. I like mm -hmm. knowing the abbreviations for other less apparent cities. STL, we have OKC True. here in Oklahoma. Yes. That's um, you. I guess Tulsa doesn't really have one. I haven't been to Tulsa yet though, but I guess OKT I don't know if they Oct. do that. Oct. Welcome to the Oct. <laughs> Fight me in Tulsa. Right, yeah. Such a peaceful town. I've been through Tulsa. Don't fight there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man, so yeah, I, I had a good week. It, it was exhausting, though. I spent mm. uh, the next couple days just kind of recovering. Just like, I'm <laughs> exhausted. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have to work the whole day on Friday. Um, there was another event that I would have had to go to if I stayed in town on 
that day, but I did not. Uh, so I got to catch up with work on Friday morning and they were like, OK, you guys can take the rest of the afternoon off. So I was like, sweet, I'm done. <laughs> cool. So but enough about me. How has your week been? What have you been up to? You said lots of movies, lots of theater, yeah. lots of malls. I think I editorialized that one. You can there. always extrapolate that even if I didn't go to a mall, I thought of one. <laughs> I thought of one very purposefully. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. So you went to go see Blue Beetle this past weekend. I, I did. Before we get to Blue Beetle, I got to tell you another story. Go for Last it. week, I didn't have a musical to go to. We didn't have recording. My roommate was out of the house. I had a free night and I thought, I'm kind of interested in that last voyage of the Demeter movie where Dracula's okay. on a boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's that new local theater. Well, it's a old building. Building's been around since I was a kid, but it was just rebranded under a new theater chain. I went there to see The Flash some mm -hmm. weeks ago. I told you about that theatrical experience. I'm like, I want to go back to that place because it's all The Flash in a weird specialty cinema. What's just like the regular room like? So on a Wednesday night at 7.20 p.m., I go see The Last Voyage of the Demeter, a movie that I heard was not doing well, but had only been out for like five days, was still pretty fresh. People out there will always crave a horror movie of any kind. Sure. I was there utterly alone. There was no Zero one people. else? Z I did not see a soul. <laughs> wow. <laughs> This is a, a little theater. It's like 10 screens, half the building, not half the building. I, it always boggles me that a theater is truly so much bigger than you perceive it to be. They've got a big chunk of it that's like an arcade and a bowling alley and a little restaurant. Oh, yeah. And then the screens are tucked over in the other side of the building. I walk in. There's an old lady at the ticket counter who's just looking at her phone. And I've got a Fandango like QR code. So I walk yeah. past her. I get into the main lobby. Nobody there to scan it. I'm like, well, I'm not going back to huh. bother the old lady. I'm just going to walk back to where my theater is. Don't see anybody in the walk back to my theater. I'm there alone. Just me and Dracula for two hours. Did Dracula I've never had that before. Too? <laughs> no, I was just eating Reese's cups out of my purse. <laughs> God, when was the last time i went to a movie theater when it, where it was empty or, or like almost I've, empty once my family went to see you don't mess with the zohan uh and my younger <laughs> yeah, brother's request <laughs> he'd seen like one of the supporting <laughs> characters he saw like a stand-up special from them on comedy central and was like i thought that guy was funny this movie's coming out. It's hey, around my you birthday. This, you said I could pick anything. Comedian David Spade? Or whatever. <laughs> I think it was Nick Swartzen. This feels like a lifetime ago. But the right. four of us went to see You Don't Mess with the Zohan. I don't know if any of us truly enjoyed it. We were there alone. Uh, earlier this year, Jack and I went to go see confounding art movie Bo is Afraid. And it was almost just the two of us until one guy came in seconds before it started. Right. Yeah. I, uh, but this was the first time it was me and only me. 
I, I don't know if I've been to a theater where it's been only me and whoever I might be with. <laughs> like I've I even like when I had when movie pass was a, was first a, mm-hmm. a thing. Right. Uh, I went to a movie one time, like in the middle of the day, like typical work day. And theaters are usually much emptier uh, than mm-hmm. I think it was was Ocean's Eight. Is that the one that all women um, won? Yes. I, I don't remember what number it is. Um, but yeah, it's I went to go see that one. And that was in like one of their tiniest theaters. Almost no one was in that. But there were people in that. And I was mm. just like, huh, I guess there's people here at this time of day. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I've had an experience like that where I've been alone. I've gotten there first to to mm. he, 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 temporarily haters. alone yeah i was right. permanently alone <laughs> also didn't see anybody when i came out of the theater later a really uncanny experience uh but i Good i enjoyed Lord, my time man. i got to fiddle with the seat as much as i wanted <laughs> I, I started 40 ch- experience <laughs> i can make it for on. myself yeah i can move myself along with the ship i am the demeter <laughs> now were, were, were you also like because you were the only one in there were you reacting louder than you would have <laughs> there's not very much to react to the last voyage of the demeter is not like a a thrill ride you're not on the edge of your seat there aren't a lot of like good meaty jump scares it's just sort of Mm -hmm. solid so (laughs) i did laugh Mm -hmm. i laughed very hard at the opening frames of the movie let me tell you what the (laughs) opening title card for the last voyage of the demeter says okay it says something like in 1897 uh, a private party chartered the ship Demeter on a voyage from Romania to London, hired it to carry many private crates. Uh, the ship arrived in disrepair, torn asunder, its crew entirely missing. This is the story of the captain's log of the Demeter, taken from one chapter in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Which is true. That is what the book is. That's, that's what the movie is. Because okay. the novel Dracula is an epistolary novel, I think is the word. It's told through letters. And this is a real part of the story. The Dracula has to that get himself right. yeah. to London to go bother Mina Murray. And he charters the ship. And there's a chapter that's the captain's log saying something's weird with my ship. Somebody keeps biting people. <laughs> Damn, yo, this boat is funky. <laughs> But I was not expecting the title card introducing the movie within the movie itself, 30 seconds in, to refer to the novel Dracula like the movie exists in our world. Like the movie yeah. is aware I'm from the novel Dracula. Based this on is true like events, if, the fact that someone wrote a book called Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> this is like if you went to see Lightyear. And you sure, sit down yeah. in the theater and a screen comes up after like the, the Pixar lamp bounces around. The screen comes up and it says, this is the movie Lightyear. It's based on the origin of Buzz Lightyear, not Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Like the real guy who inspired people within the world of Toy Story to make a toy after him. This is this guy's story. So like it's telling you 
the movie is giving you the elevator pitch for what it is like it's your friend and it's not the movie <laughs> i've never seen that that was very funny that's so interesting i yeah i <laughs> Because that that makes you think like they're almost trying to go for like, but is this based off a of real events? Like you may never know, <laughs> right? No, but but yeah, that's absolutely not not the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, man. You spent that whole thing alone. Like I I think I would have turned it in, yes. into like a like a mystery science theater three thousand. Like no, don't go in there. He's in the crate. He's in the crate. <laughs> There's a Dracula. Watch out. I put my seat you. in. I was in the back row and I guess I could have moved. I could have like crawled around the whole theater. Nobody would have stopped me. But I'm like, is there a projectionist behind this wall? Like, am I going to annoy the projectionist? Hey, dude, can can you rewind that back? I want to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming in after me? Nobody. I run this place. <laughs> Were you like putting your feet up on the chair in front of you? Did, did Not did enough you, space. Like, no. This is a cushy theater. I, I really enjoy the amenities. The seats are quite comfortable. They have the seat warmer in the lumbar region instead of like That's under your butt. Have. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it, it's got wood floors, not real wood floors, but like a wood patterned laminate sure, under yeah. your feet instead of the normal, like excessively patterned movie theater carpet. So I've never seen that before. Probably the first row. Of, I don't know who thought carpet in a movie theater would be a good They've idea. got carpet like running up the stairs, I guess, because it's easier to embed like the letter of the row that it is inside of the carpet than to like sure. print it on a laminate. And the decal peels off. The first row of every theater is a chaise lounge with like, it's not a recliner. Like the seat's entirely like flat. It's like a flat couch, but the back can recline. So you can pretty much lie horizontal if you sit in the first row, which is a nice trade off. I think that's a great tactic for making the first row more appealing. Yeah. Do, do they like only deliver food to whoever sits in that area or something like that? Is that why it's the BK <laughs> lounge? No, I mean, it's a chaise lounge. It's a chaise lounge. One of those long couches, not lounge, like a place you hang out and get food and drinks. It's a fancy couch. I did. Sure. Okay. You've That's seen no idea these. What that meant. I've probably you, seen them. Let me see. This is what I you lie on with actually. the back of your hand on your forehead when you go to see Sigmund Freud. It's that couch. It's that oh, thing. It's, it's the you know therapy it? couch. Yes, they have therapy couches in the, in the movie theater. <laughs> you can watch a therapy movie, right? Yeah. A, a, cha- a, a, a chaise longue. I don't, I don't know how fancy I'm supposed to get with the French pronunciation, but it's one of them. I gotcha. Okay. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Another weird thing about this movie theater, zero posters. Everything is a screen. There are yeah. no posters on the outside of the building. There used to be posters. There used to be those little frames for posters. They took them all down. Just straight marble now. You go inside. It's just like 
we took a long TV and turned it sideways. So yeah, it shows the image of a poster, but it'll also show you an a commercial for the new Samsung phone. Yeah. Which I do you That's, see this a lot? I, so we are. I think ours has a mix. I think there are some posters still, I think, uh, but they are mostly the screens that have it in, in there. I think it's just cheaper in the long run mm-hmm. and e- easier for them to switch out and stuff. That is um, that is something I thought of that perhaps in a post pandemic age where there were so many movies that had to get pushed back so many times. Maybe studios are like, well, if these things aren't as fixed as they once were, we're not printing this to paper. We encourage theaters to invest in screens and then we can update it. We'll just update the months by months as the date goes on. Yes. So it kind of makes sense. But I miss the tactility of seeing a poster and imagining who gets to take that poster home. What lucky popcorn boy gets to have the poster for (laughs) <laughs> fast 10 yeah i i think we still have some of the like card word cutouts and stuff um but that's kind of about it the the poster things themselves though don't play advertisements um but our previews uh at our movies are often like yeah. cut with I've seen uh, those. some commercial for who knows what See, the other theaters I've gone to, they will have one of those screen things that's like adjacent to the box office or the snack counter. So you can watch those things turn over while you're in line. This is the first one that it is 100 percent screens, zero percent paper. Interesting. I think I've told you that there's another local movie theater that has in its arcade section like a two lane bowling alley. And I guess the bowling alley is closed. Either for maintenance, probably, or just because it became too much of a maintenance issue. And they're like, we don't really want to fix it. Just block it off. Make sure nobody goes down there. And they blocked it off with the giant like cardboard standees, just like all in a row, just like a barricade around this abandoned bowling lane. These huge advertisements. Red Rover, send Melissa (laughs) right over. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to run straight through them. Slip on the lane. It's still slippery. I'm not wearing the right shoes. <laughs> but they these things were clearly chosen purely for we have them. They big and not for what the actual movie is. And it's just mm-hmm. all like forgotten movies that didn't do well, like Channing Tatum's dog and two different giant standees for the king's man. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, yes, Blue Beetle. Yeah, we both so, yes, saw, I did. Saw this, I, I should say. I went back to this theater because I'm like, it looked lonely. I know it like just opened. Maybe the word's not getting out to people. Hey, that old, that theater's back open sure, yeah. now. So I'm like, I, it needs some love. I'm going to go there. I went to the same. I got tickets for the grand screen. And remember when I went to see Flash and it was something called Screen X, where for certain sequences, it'll project on the sides of the theater. So like you're in the Speed Force. It's that same theater. They just don't do anything on the sides. I didn't realize it was the same room. And because the sides of the theater have to be so pale, they're like a very light gray. Like they have to be light enough for you to like project on them. 
it's bizarre to not be in a like room with dark walls when you were watching any other movie. Huh. <laughs> but like, cause, cause they're not illuminated cause they wouldn't want no. the like light to be shining on it while you're projecting on it. So that, yeah. Mm. Huh. Okay. That's weird. I, I don't know why, but because your first experience with that was with the flash and being in the speed force, yes. for some reason, I imagine that, Theater to be extra long and thin it is not i don't know why but in my head it's just this like longer thinner it's the tube right yeah where like this the each row only has like five seats and it just goes back for like <laughs> just a like a bobsled vehicle on a on some sort of a ride <laughs> right yeah exactly exactly um yeah we saw blue beetle this past weekend uh, we both did. I, I, I have to say, I really enjoyed it. Um, Very fun. I was not expecting a lot. Um, so I did kind of go in with lower expectations. Um, but the trailer looked really fun. Uh, so I'm glad that it at least delivered on that. Like, I, ge- I, ge- I genuinely had a good time. There were some really yeah, fu- me too. F- funny moments. Um, I'm not an expert on the character. Um, my my only kind of interaction with uh, Blue Beetle, specifically with Jaime Reyes, uh, has been the Young Justice cartoon. Um, so I know him through that, but that's kind of it. I've I've read some old like post crisis comics with Ted Cord as Blue Beetle, um, but I, I really don't know much about him. But from the small amount I do know, they seem to get the character right. Like that seemed to be him, I think. Um, and that has always been one of my biggest complaints with the DC movies is that they often don't get their characters a hundred percent right. Um, and that's something that I think Marvel has genuine has 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 generally been a lot better at. I'm just like, oh, they mm. nailed the character. So it feels like them. So then when you tell that story with them, it feels ju- like just like it's supposed to. Um, so, yeah, I thought this felt like Blue Beetle of the little small amount that I know. So I say if you were if you were on on the fence, go check it out. Um, I, I had a great time. Yeah, it's it's solid. It's very fun. It's very sweet. I love him and his family. Lots of quality time spent with all different members of the family. Yeah. <laughs> They're not just in there for a couple jokes. They're part of the the core of the thing. Yeah. Does the grandma fight somebody? Absolutely. You get a good old fashioned fighting granny of this yes, movie. Yes, 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 absolutely. Love a grandma. A movie has never suffered from having a grandma in it. Um, and I, I, th- I think here, here's one of my thoughts after I left the theater, which was at this movie's worst. Stick with me on this. At its worst, it feels like Spy Kids, and I really <laughs> love Spy see that. Kids. Yes, like, yes, I, I, I also thought of Spy Kids. I have such good nostalgia for Spy Kids. 
though. Me so too. Like, I'm not even being like, oh, it's bad. It's like Spy Kids. Oh, man. Don't. Ew, yeah. No, it's like. This is fun. This is like Spy Kids. Hell yeah. This yes. is great. Spy Kids <laughs> is a mark of quality. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and just like it, also in the way that the like whole family ends up getting involved in this and in Spy Kids. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some some connections for sure. Um, but yeah, I had a blast. Uh, had some great uh, Latinx representation. Um my uh, yeah that just did nothing but good things so mm-hmm. su- su- surprising and i so one of the confusing things with all these dc movies is like is this part of the old stuff this one was made yeah. before james gunn and peter saffron took mm-hmm. over and all that stuff so where does this lie um and i think at one point james gunn had said something like this is the first like character that will be like mm. will introduce this stuff, but it's not the first movie that is. Mm-hmm. Inter- so mm-hmm. take that as you will. I, I guess it just means just that like he didn't have a hand in making this one, but they're going to use mm-hmm. that character going forward. Um, I hope so. He's he's very charming. I enjoyed yeah. Jaime Reyes a lot. And I think that's an age range you don't see often. He's like just out of college. You feel like superheroes are either teens or adult adults. And you don't get a lot of them that are like, I'm 23. Right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Rachel is in the chat reminding me that George Lopez is also in uh, in 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 Spy Kids. So <laughs> mm-hmm. more Spy Kids connections. <laughs> Uh, good yeah uh i i yeah i i think they did a good job with this i i feel like if you want to look at it as like the last of the which i actually i I don't remember if they're still making aquaman 2 or not (laughs) i think it has been made i think aquaman 2 the lost kingdom is complete and just in stasis right yeah um it it truly is a lost kingdom um i i feel like if you want to view blue beetle as kind of one of like the last movies in the old guard i i guess you can um but it mm-hmm. really has no connections to them there are i i this yeah. might be minor spoilers but there are no cameos of of like oh uh henry cavill's superman shows up <laughs> and, and, like there's there's none of that they might mention mm-hmm. that man like they live yeah. in that world where he exists um, yeah they talk about but, batman yeah. less than any living human being on our earth does <laughs> pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah. obviously they yeah, haven't I... discovered the new rock stars <laughs> <laughs> there's some people who think about batman once a year and there's other people who are uh professionally obligated to think about batman a hundred times a day and you even those out and it's like once a week it's like oh batman <laughs> So yeah, I, I, yeah, it I, is. I say go check it out. Yeah, the fact that it's on its own, I think uh, did some people viewed it as a detriment. Like, why am I seeing something that is neither a setup nor a payoff? But I think for other people, 
uh, maybe they do want something that is just its own thing with only the vaguest hint of maybe there could be a sequel to this. There's something quaint in that. Uh, there's a whole family in my theater. And by a whole family, I mean like four or five people, not like generations upon generations. Kids of some kind of some, yeah. age, not kid kids, but like preteens or something. Had a great time. Clapped at the end. I've never in a movie oh, cool. theater where people clap at the end. I have to do it myself most of the time. So I was very happy that whole family. I, I mean, you were took by yourself banner. to go see. Did, 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 did you clap <laughs> at the end of. Way to go. Theater? Way to bite. Bite them. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I had a blast with that. Uh, but I say we jump to a quick housekeeping break. Uh, when we come back, I have uh, I, I promised you some some numbers, some some hey, numbers hey. and stats and, and stuff like that. That also kind of has to do with housekeeping stuff. Um, so we'll we'll do all our housekeeping. And then when we come back, we have a few other things to discuss. So, yeah, we'll be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, Head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back once again. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. It means a Thank ton. You. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, cool things that we've been up to here at the whatnots uh, for our Pilots Club, our, our Patreon exclusive podcast. Uh, this past month, uh, we got to talk about Veronica Mars. Uh, from 2004, the pilot of that show. It's a good, uh, like, modern-day noir mystery show. Um, By modern I, day, I, we mean 2004. It's very 2004. I mean, I, I mean, sure. But he, even then, when I, when I think of the word noir, like, I think of, like, 1950s or, like, 1940s detective right. novel, right? Like, that kind of... Like, like a time when a man would be scoffed at if he didn't wear a hat or not wear a hat at the right time. Right. Yeah, ex exactly. Ex exactly. Uh, so we had a blast talking about that. Uh, a quick look ahead to next month. Uh, we are watching the pilot for Winning Time on HBO or on on Max. <laughs> you are um, the only person I've heard who puts the emphasis on time and not winning time. Winning time. Winning time. I don't I don't know. Winning time. There you go. <laughs> Whining time. <laughs> Whining time. Um, no, Winning we are watching today. Winning time on Max, uh, which is I 
guess a dramatization slash comedy which is also a retelling of the like 1980s Los Angeles Lakers magic Judge Johnson all of that, 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 that them uh I grew up a Lakers fan but I haven't seen this show and I think season two just came out or like just yes. started to come out which I did not know was happening when I picked uh this so that was serendipitous Kyle so, yes Speaking of historical reenactments of basketball adjacent events, I watched Air this week. Air is okay. pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Air Air was pretty good. I enjoyed that one a lot. I always thought uh, the way they depicted Michael J- J- Jordan in that is really funny. He's just kind yes. of <laughs> and just like off, like looking at art, like not even paying He's- attention. Well, he's also a boy. He's like 19 years old. I mean, he is, but like he's about to like be in the NBA and like make a bunch of money, get this shoe deal. Like there's a lot to do about him and what he thinks. And they the actor they cast, they don't ever show his face. Uh, and, and, a fair and choice. Because it, it's really not about Michael. It's about the shoe deal and how they like made that show deal but also there's a lot a lot of pressure if you're playing michael jordan right so yeah kind of casts someone was like don't worry you're really not going to be in it like your 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 feet might be the back of your head might be <laughs> that's it but yeah he's just like in some like super important business meeting which sure i'm sure could be boring but he's just like not paying attention like looking at art <laughs> just like, it's I, just like what yeah they do something where they, so they never show they never show his face but i guess by that standard <laughs> if you never see his face he's always looking in the wrong direction and you're <laughs> yeah. like what's michael doing what's up with this doofus michael get, get, get back here so yeah that was an interesting one for sure a little bit more housekeeping uh, right here on the captain's log this p- p- past week, Melissa, you issued the Brave Boy Challenge, which we yes. will return t- to in a l- yes. little bit here because we have an update on that. Uh, but yeah, we get all up to all sorts of uh, fun, fun times here on the captain's log. Uh, over on the review show this past week, we got to cover an audio fiction podcast called Mockery Manor. Uh, We covered season one, uh, and it is a murder mystery that takes place in a theme park, which, Mm -hmm. Melissa, you love theme parks, uh, which is why you ended up picking as much as I love malls. I I pitched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, good, uh, like late 80s, early 90s vibes in that podcast. It's a murder mystery uh all 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 kinds of fun stuff some great sound design uh in in that so go check that out um over on the reactor core we have our trailer reaction to the continental the john wick uh three-part spin-off happening uh on peacock i guess next month right ah it's in september right yeah um so all, all all sorts of good stuff happening <laughs> over there. I was I about to. I I had Peacock. I put it on pause just because I was busy watching other stuff this summer, and I was about to say, "Oh, 
I'm going to have to revive my peacock, which is such an insane sentence. A mad right. scientist thing to say in any other context. I'm going to have to. You're going down a Dr. Moreau path if that's what peacock. you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I lucked out last year uh, at around the time of the Thanksgiving parade. They were running a promotion where you could get a year's worth for 12 bucks. And I was just like, Dang. sign me up. Yeah, that's a dollar a month. Oh. Uh, and I, I think besides maybe one thing that we had to watch for the review show, I don't think I've opened it. <laughs> so You gotta watch Poker Face. You'd like I've, poker yeah, I've face. Heard that, that is 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 good. That's on my list for sure. Um, but Melissa, you have been asking. You asked something of me a while ago. I think it was like off mic as we were just kind yeah. of dis- discussing uh, <laughs> things behind the scenes stuff here at the whatnots. Uh, and you asked me for a total, like a like how how of. All the Patreon content that we mm-hmm. have made, um, what is the like, how many hours does that add up to? How many hours of Patreon content do we have here? Uh, and I was like, that's a great idea. I love it. And didn't really do much about it because we like we for certain will start saying this number a lot more next year when we like switch up when i redo the housekeeping video all of that good stuff um but i calculated all of that on top of that there was another stat that i kind of wanted to bring and try and figure out where things were exactly uh over on our youtube our YouTube channel mentions that we have over a thousand videos. We have reached the <laughs> 1000 video mark. Um, however, it's a little misleading because we mm. haven't published a thousand podcasts yet. Uh-huh. Um, there's there's some uh, caveats with that. But I I knew that once we hit that mark on YouTube, it's like, oh, things are getting close here like we 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 almost have reached that 1000 like podcast mark for the the whatnots yeah Uh, i mean we're about to hit 250 of this right yeah yeah um and we've had multiple multiple show we uh, all of the shows that we've made for the whatnots have at least gone in to have reached the like 100 episode mark which i I think is a huge accomplishment um so yeah i tried to like go back in and really like crunch the numbers so to speak and be like okay how many podcasts have the whatnots actually published uh because even our podcast hosting platform there's the like patreon stuff which is on Mm. there there's also some like things on there to like get the rss feed started for each show there's a few like odds and ends um Mm. i don't know if i would count um but let's start with patreon related stuff so currently uh we have 18 videos of the pilots club oh yeah, already. Uh, I think Ver- Veronica Mars was was episode 19, but one of our early pilots clubs, we d- 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 doubled up. 
for some reason. I don't remember why we doubled up on them, but we published them as one episode. I don't huh. know if I, I don't really remember why that was the case, but that's what we did. Um, hmm. So it's it's we're on. We did episode 19, but we only have 18 pilots. OK. Videos. Um, outside of that, we have 24 different just kind of exclusive content videos, podcasts, all of that stuff. Everything from us having an ice cream social with the guys from Crossplay to us uh, like picking our dungeons and dragons characters oh, like that was a fun one all sorts of stuff to, to us talking about the x files or reacting to trailers from different decades those um, were great those were yeah. so much fun to do that is a very positive lockdown era memory for me yeah yeah we we have some some good fun stuff um and then when like before we actually truly started crossplay uh, our now defunct video game podcast. We did three episodes as a like test of like, let's work out some of the kinks. Let's make sure we know what we're doing, know what all of our roles are, stuff like that. So we did three weeks of like, let's test everything out. Those are available on our Patreon <laughs> as well. So we have that. So make sure we total, know all of our roles, such as the cute one, the bad boy. The quiet, mysterious one. Yeah. So in in total, we have 45 episodes of Patreon exclusive stuff. Uh, nice. That, that you guys can go check out. Uh, so next year you up. can start saying over 50. What a nice number. Sure. If, if I want to do like over 50 episodes, I can do that. I also we can record extra up. things if you want to get us over that 50 mark sooner. <laughs> I don't care what they are. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Kyle recites the alphabet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I but to to what you asked, I tallied up the hours, the minutes and the seconds down to the second. Uh, Nobody how asked much for Patreon that. Patreon content I didn't request we it. have. You, you, you did. You, you, you said how, how many hours of Patreon? I said how many hours? I did not say minutes and seconds. You took that upon yourself. <laughs> I did. I did this to myself. Uh, so in total of those 45 episodes that are Patreon exclusive, it totals out to 38 hours, 22 minutes and 38 seconds. So that's how much Solid. Patreon Good. content we have right now of course we're, we'll continue to do the pilots club through the rest of the year so this number will go up uh so i yeah it i think next year we can be like over 40 hours of patreon yes. content um or Easily. Like over 50 episodes um so yeah that's something something to keep in mind um with all of that there but yeah i i man i i wrote out like hours mid minutes seconds and i had to tally up all the seconds and then convert that to minutes and then add up all the no. minutes and convert that to hours and then add everything up and then <laughs> so i did all of that stuff um 
my brain did not like it. It was like math. What? (laughs) I'm art. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So for podcasts, for the podcast versions of our things, this is not on our YouTube, Mm. but when you go look up all of our podcasts, the review show, we have published 267 episodes plus one special. Uh, There was the one year during the pandemic where we separated out uh, the like, let's do a review of everything we did uh, in the the review show, which it was because our end of the year retrospectives were getting very long and lengthy um, and potentially boring for people who didn't know anything about the review show right mm. so we're like what if we just made that a separate thing mm. um we only did that because we did it once initially and then it was the next year we separated it out and then by that third year crossplay was on its way out so it was like well yeah. i guess it's it just was... gonna be us so yeah um, <laughs> so yeah so a total of 268 review show episodes uh, for the captain's log, this one here, uh, we have a total of 248 podcasts currently out. This one we're on right now, 249. We don't have any kind of special episodes that we've done for mm. this one. Um, we've just been next number, next number. Here we go. Yeah. Um, for the reactor core, same kind of thing. No like special episodes. <laughs> Codes, uh, but we have published 129 podcasts ah! for that one. Uh, for crossplay, we did 131 podcasts plus four special episodes that were like interviews or something else like that. Um, so a total of 135 episodes. Um, for our retrospectives, uh, oh, yeah. We n- n- never actually did a like, here's our first anniversary. Like there, there, there wasn't a, a thing there. Yeah. So our year two was our first one that we did. So we have uh, year two through se- seven. So the one that we would do at the end of this year would be our, our eighth uh, retro or would be year eight. Because this is year eight, so we'd be looking back on year eight. It's confusing, I know. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've done six of those retrospectives in total. So there you go. Then, uh, last but not least, the Whatnots podcast, the very yeah. first initial podcast that we did here at the Whatnots. Uh, a total of 107 regular episodes nine crunchy peanut butter episodes and two special episodes that were like interviews for a total of 118 episodes. You add those all together. A whopping total of 904 episodes. Ah, so we are getting close uh, to that. We 1, are Mark. Yeah, uh, which we'll we'll have to plan out some like grand 1000th episode a parade oh yeah that'd be, <laughs> that'd be awesome um yeah okay so back up to youtube now because youtube's a little, little bit 
different because we do have some YouTube exclusive content in all of our trailer mm-hmm. reactions and stuff. Uh, so most of these numbers are the same. 268 for the review show, 248 for the captain's log uh, for the reactor core. Uh we have it's three less instead of 129 it's 126 because three of those episodes were uh trailer reaction roundups i I did that as like an experiment uh thing and i didn't republish those as a youtube video it was only podcast so reactor core only has 126 episodes but for trailer reactions and stuff, we have 61 trailer reactions. Wow. Already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, crossplay again, 135 retrospectives, six. Uh, so that totals out to uh, and, and then I don't have any of the whatnots podcast up on YouTube. I did at one point. Yes, but a lot of them are still sitting at like zero views mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was just like, I just put those on private and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, we have a total of eight hundred and forty four published podcasts on YouTube. Videos. 844 um but then if you add in our patreon videos uh and all that stuff there which of which there's uh i think 42 of because we don't have the three cross play ones on there Mm -hmm. we have 42 of them that brings the number up to uh 886 and last but not least youtube also counts live streams um oh. even if they are set to unlisted or stuff like that uh so i counted how many live streams we have which is 246 bringing the total to the amount of content that we technically have on youtube as uh 1132 videos nice so, there you go those those Prodigious. were all numbers and uh i guess not really stats but uh i i saw that we had hit that 1000 mark a while ago and i i kept meaning to like start tallying it up but i never did and then when you were like get me those patreon numbers i was like get me more numbers of spider-man and i'll give you more numbers yeah (laughs) bring me pictures of spider-man so (laughs) There you go. Some uh, <laughs> good, fun, a, dumb numbers. A weekly podcast where J. Jonah Jameson describes a picture of Spider-Man to you. Honestly, I would listen to that. Absolutely. That's my, that's my ASMR. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. So in, in the Spider-Man video games, he is um he he has like an Alex Jones kind of style yes. podcast where he's just yelling conspiracy theories about Spider-Man. But yeah, I, I could absolutely see him doing that. And if you are on my Patreon, you can hear me describe these pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I would absolutely do that. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah, there you go. Those are all the num numbers I had for that. Um, Brave Boy Challenge. Melissa. Yes. You issued the Brave Boy Challenge. Can can you once again explain what this is? <laughs> Give me a, a, a brief version of uh, what it is, what you had to do, all of that stuff. My healthy 60-something-year-old father had to have his gallbladder removed in a very mundane way. I went to see him in the hospital. He's like, I'm fine. They're just monitoring me. Maybe they'll take it out tomorrow. Don't worry. So he gets his gallbladder taken out. He texts me and my brothers. Hey, I'm doing fine. Mom's driving me home. Kind of sore, but I'm okay. He's, he's taking this very, very low key. But still, I text him. What a brave boy. And this is the brave boy challenge. Just refer to your father or some other fatherly figure as a brave boy for doing the most mundane uh, of, of health experiences. Got yeah. a dental checkup. Oh, brave boy. Oh, what a brave boy. Good yes. for you. Um, yeah. So I, you, you kind of, like I say you issued the challenge. You, you, you didn't really <laughs> issue a challenge, you but get you were anything. like, wouldn't it be funny if that's what yeah, you did? Yes, I did I'm it. And I, do. I thought yeah. it was funny when I did it. I don't, I don't know how anybody else feels, but I'm like, if you do it, you might also think it's funny that you're just reacting to your dad as if he's your son. Yeah. So I, Brave boy. I, I don't remember if I said anything on the podcast last week that like challenge accepted. I'll do it. Right. I think I was just like, yeah, cool, funny, brave boy challenge. Good job, Melissa. Um, and j d the opportunity just presented itself and just like hand of God just being like, here it is. Just go for it and so i was like i cannot pass this up um and so yeah my my partner's father was over at the house uh two weeks i guess it was uh like a week uh like two weeks ago from i guess friday um he came over to bring some d d dinner uh and nice. <laughs> as we were talking he he started talking about a medical procedure yeah, that he had to uh to to do um and uh I, I won't say exactly what it is just by the nature of it but uh it it, it was <laughs> when he said it, it immediately i was just like wow what a brave boy <laughs> good he yeah and immediately i looked over at rachel because i knew <laughs> she had heard the, 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 the podcast <laughs> and she was like like i'm trying not <laughs> to laugh at all and he like didn't ex like didn't get that i was like <laughs> doing a bit like it didn't confuse him the conversation just kind of moved on like nothing that's happened. how dads are that's what right. mine did too <laughs> just absolutely nothing happened but for us it was so funny it was just like good like like it's, it's not for I, your dad it is for you I couldn't have asked for a better moment. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that night. I, 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 I texted you and I, I was like, brave boy challenge accepted and completed. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So 
There you go. The brave boy challenge is complete. I'm glad it worked out. Very nice. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So I I know we have, uh, you you have, I think, a a few more things on your, like, cinema corner. Do you want to do those? Do you want to do the Rebel Moon trailer reaction? We have a few Ah. options of how we can wrap up this stuff. Because I I also have some Batman Beyond comics. Uh, that I've been. Oh, okay. Reading. I thought you were just watching the old Batman Beyond cartoon from Kids WV. I've been digging Which into is a fine comics. way to spend your time. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm quite a theater goer. This past week, I wrapped up my summer musical series. The season finale was Sister Act. Really impressive. Mm-hmm. The, a guy tears off his clothes and he's wearing another costume underneath, which you see all the time. But then he tears that costume off and he's wearing another outfit underneath that. I've never seen it go that deep. Amazing. Costumeception. Costume. Absolutely. (laughs) We heard you like costumes, so we'll put a costume inside your costume when you're costuming. So you can drive while you drive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But another thing I saw this week is that we just had the. SDL Fringe, similar to the Edinburgh Fringe, a bunch of little theatrical events, like little shows you can go see. And one of them was a show from my sister-in-law's best friend's husband, who I've like met at assorted parties. We're very loosely acquainted. Uh, His wife and I are friends on Facebook, and she sent me the invite to come see his show. I am your father's mother's brother's cousin's sister's former facebook friend we're we're acquaintances in a variety of ways he apparently taught theater at my university and i like saw a play he directed Mm -hmm. he taught it an acting class that jack took in like middle school so he's been around and he did a one-man show that was all about when he was a kid his parents would pull these really elaborate april fool's day pranks on him Okay. <laughs> it's just tell, like an hour. Tell me more. <laughs> it's just an hour long monologue about these. Like he starts the show with the time his dad told him, Your school, I saw it. It went all the way up in flames. There's fire trucks there. Get on your bike. Go, go see it. And him and his friend hop on their bikes and they bike up to the school and the school's completely normal. And they're like, I, It doesn't look burned. Nothing's wet. <laughs> so they go back home and his parents are like, April Fools. And that's the first one. And it's a series of like, you know, that really funny video of you, that stupid little home video that like you're embarrassed by, but your mom shows all your friends. We submitted it to America's Home Videos. You're a finalist. You get to go meet Bob Saget. April Fools. (laughs) (laughs) Some wild animal. You know, we live on the edge of this forested area, like a raccoon or something. God in the house. Get your baseball bag. Come on. We need you to whack this thing. Knock it out so then we can like shove it outside. And he's so nervous. He's holding the bat and he's shaking and it's like in the closet and his parents open the closet. And then like his mom's in there and she just throws a teddy bear at him. (laughs) These are way more dramatic when him, the professional actor, does these. But it's a whole series. Let me ask you this then. Does he start wisening up to like... It's April 1st. Something's <laughs> after, gonna happen. After today. a couple years, he does. Because his folks always find a way to make things look really legitimate. 
And even when he avoids them, like when he's in high school, he's like, I'm not going to see my parents at all today. I can like run out of the house real quick in the morning after school. I'm going straight to work. I work at a pet store. He talks about how at the pet store you would watch videos on different types of animals and their care and feeding and the assorted products you would sell along with them. He said there at work watching a video about a chinchilla or gecko or what have you. And he's like, I'm scot free, man. I'm going to be at this job all night. Not seeing my parents at all. And then that silly little home video cuts into the middle of the pet store training video. They called his manager. They got him to splice in the home video. It gets more elaborate from that on the days when he's like, amazing. I'm not talking to them at all. I can 100% avoid them. I'm in a safe little bubble, little bubble. His parents find their way into the bubble. (laughs) It's it was hysterical. It was such a a funny, fascinating, sweet, like very, very personal, specific show. I had a great time uh, and I hope he sees further success with this one man show. I think he's going to try and take it to larger venues. That's cool. That's fun. That sounds like a blast. We oddly that we just watched an episode of Bob's Burgers from the most recent season. That is basically the exact same thing uh, that every year on April fools, Mr. Fish Hoder, who owns the restaurant that Bob is doing his restaurant in um, where he burgs. Yeah. Where he, where Bob burgs. Um, He, uh, he, he always does some elaborate prank, some like April fools prank. Uh, some of them are really bad and it's just like Mr. Fish Odor, come, come on, I know. And then mm-hmm. some are just like, this is re- like the lakes that you went to for this is yes. wild. What are you doing? Yes. Um, and so, yeah, now he's gotten to the point where he's like, I'm going to avoid Mr. Fish Odor. And he's like hot on that he's avoiding him. And so like they do all this extra stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's the exact same thing, and it was very good. I enjoy, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Batman Beyond. Um, yes. Which I, I think at the end of that show, Terry was probably just like, wait, this is an April Fool's, right? I'm, I'm a clone of, <laughs> of him, right? Uh, but no, not the case for Terry. Um but yeah, I I've always wanted to dive into uh, Batman Beyond and Spider-Man 2099 in the comics. Um, and I just kind of happened to jump in on Batman Beyond uh, the so the, the the first comics that were Batman Beyond related are actually kind of a retelling of like the first handful of episodes of the cartoon. Um hmm. It was a short, like six issue mini series. Then they do uh, like another uh, series that seems to be taking place in between episodes of the show. So you'd like watch the show and then go read the next issue and then watch the next episode and then go read the. So, Mm. um, yeah, it was it was stuff like that. Uh, But then eventually they do start to be like, okay, the show's over. Uh, we're making up our own stuff now, uh, but it is still like a continuation of 
that stuff. There were a few things like after the show had ended that they kept the same art style, um, you know, all of that good stuff. But then they finally was like, okay, let's do our own art style. Let's tell our own stories. All that old stuff still happened, but it just, just like starting new. Right. Um, and uh, some of that stuff has been okay. And then it got really good when Kyle Higgins uh, started to jump on and write that. And you are racking your brain right now, Melissa. Like, where did I just hear I, that name? I've I've um, heard that name. I know the name. I, I can't place it. My comics knowledge isn't that good yet. Yeah. Uh, so I we I've I've read I, not much of his stuff, but his name has popped up a lot more recently for me he wrote the power rangers comics ah, that we the ones we, we just literally did. just did yes yep uh he also is one of the creators the main creators on the like radiant black massive yeah. universe the ones like i just read volume one and it's amazing so good um so yeah he's he's also written some batman beyond and that stuff has been like okay this is good i like this I see. I see what you're up to over there, Kyle Higgins. Good job. Okay. So it's been fun to dive into all of that stuff. But that's kind of it. That's all. Nice. That's all I got. Um, Good to hear. So yeah. I, I say we wrap things up right there. Um, I think that's about it for this week's podcast. I know we had a the that Rebel Moon trailer i i opened um, this up i don't know what it do you is want to, i do, oh, oh you don't know this is, i i all i Maybe know is it's it. a Zack snyder thing this yeah. video is three minutes and 42 seconds long that's a pop single that's not a trailer all right do you want to do a reaction to this i are you interested i don't know how i'm gonna react to a thing i don't know i can that's do fair. it i'll watch it but i might just go huh at the end of it and you're gonna have to take that that's a, a okay. I, I I say we'll skip it. I think you should check it out. But okay, um, yeah, I will. We'll, we'll skip the our our reaction on on that one. Um, since we're at the end here, speaking of reactions, uh, I don't know what we're gonna be doing for Ahsoka. Uh, Ignacio is not able to do those week to week with me. Um, I might see if he'd be up for like an end of the season spoiler cast. Um, if not, I might try and do some of my own just by myself. Um, but I always don't like doing them by myself. I feel awkward. I feel strange. Um, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, there's that. Uh, we are back you to... Do the you do the entire reaction as a soliloquy to your black Power Ranger helmet, right, like yeah. your so skull. What's a new fake to that? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but then uh, we are back on Wednesday nights for recording this here podcast. Uh, so if you want to mostly. catch our live streams, yes, mostly uh, Wednesday night is our normal, and then usually in the summers we switch to Thursdays. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we have officially switched back to Wednesday nights. However, I know uh, the September 6th, that Wednesday yeah. night, uh, there is the like 25th anniversary, I think, or like 20th anniversary. I don't remember the exact number. I guess 30th anniversary. I don't know. 
whatever. There's some anniversary for one of my favorite movies, Perfect Blue. Uh, it's going to be out in theaters one night only. I'm going to go see it. It sounds like Melissa's one yes. to go see Separately on my own, I will also see it. I've already bought my tickets. I'm super excited. Um, so, yeah, we're just a heads up that uh, that night or that week we will probably record then on th Thursday night. Uh, so just keep that in mind. So there you go. That's it. That's our podcast for the week. So that's it. Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? I <laughs> Tell Kyle if you would like to find me. I have social media handles. I don't update them. I don't know how anybody feels when I name any social media sites anymore. I'm going to make me an email inbox or something else that's entirely evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I have another podcast. You can listen to Saturday Morning Obscurities. Check it out. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on most social media sites. Uh, and if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, uh, we are at The Whatnots at most places. Uh, and if we're not just at The Whatnots, we're at The Whatnots official. So please go like, share and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching this on YouTube, we got plenty more videos right over there for you to check out. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 249 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.